0: You gotta be tough, yeah. Hey, how you doing? Tell me something about you. Welcome hey. to another episode of Jill and Off, a podcast with two women that are fucking themselves so hard in <laughs> multiple... Different ways. Uh, not particularly proud of it. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Christina Walkinshaw. That was a very strong opening. I told you, I make, I started making notes in my phone. Oh, Christina's
1: angry. I'm Jen Murphy, your <laughs> other host. And uh, here we are. I'm usually the angry one. Oh, my God, we're switching.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm not fucking myself. I feel like I'm getting fucked right now, but it's OK.
1: Yeah, I knew what you were talking about. I mean, yeah. the audience probably thought you were at home, like, hurting yourself
0: physically. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, usually uh, fucking yourself is fine. It's a fun time. It's it's the best five minutes of the day. Yes, but it's not good when a, a rich man is um, it's fucking not... you
1: over. Let's just talk about it. Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Douchebag.
0: Howie Mandel and ICM. Uh, have bought Just for Laughs. And when that first happened, we already kind of knew as Canadian comics that we were probably in trouble, you know, because Just for Laughs has been one of the best things about being a Canadian comic. You know what I mean? Where, uh, you know, finally we would get showcased and we would be seen. and uh, But everything seemed to still be okay up until a couple days ago when it was announced that Just for Laughs is going to take over Canada Laughs Station on XM Sirius Radio, and that's where I usually get all my play, and I make sound exchange money, full disclosure. I make like $2,000 a month in royalties, Like, and it's the only exposure I feel like I get. Yeah. I don't count. know. You saw how many people came to our comedy pop-up show for me last week. I mean, it was a uh, party, <laughs> party of one. Party of one. My fan base in America, very small, uh, but I get a lot of exposure. I think for people who might not know how it works,
1: uh, we don't make a lot of money, but Christina, if they play your content on Sirius XM which they played a lot in Canada for Christina she would make a lot of money but Howie Mandel and other bigwigs went in and bought up the station where they play her stuff and got rid of all the Canadian comics just wiped them out so that they won't make any money and all they're doing is playing their own content so yeah so that Howie will get richer
0: Howie is on the radio all the time now he's taking
1: Christina's money
0: He is taking. I've never had a problem with him before, but now I hate him. How am I ever going to go to yoga again? (laughs) (laughs) He's he's taking money from like, it's like the actual, it's like the last great thing about Canadian entertainment was uh, having this exposure on Canada Laughs Radio. Also, it's important to know that like Just For Laughs gets hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in funding from the Canadian government to produce Canadian content. And then it's cool that the festival is like brings people from all across the world and makes it such a, a, like I've been and I've performed there before and I love it. Like there's nothing I loved more. And now it's just like, yeah, it's just, like, the guy you had a crush on fucking everybody, like, just fucking you over so hard. It's so bad. It's really bad. Sorry, this is the most serious
1: we've gotten on a podcast. I don't want to be... But guys, you don't realize, if Christina's not happy, neither is her tea kettle. Like, she cannot... <laughs> she, she cannot be jilling off oh under this much
0: pressure. Dude, I feel like I have just And jill if off she doesn't jill
1: off, we don't have a podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're all counting on you, Christina. I know, it's true. I have to get happy again so I can get happy again. Do you know what I mean? Um, Didn't you say you jilled up to a sad song today was, it a was sad it that that song? song sometimes I just leave my iPod on a shuffle I say iPod but you know what I mean Um, I my, iPod, I my, my A-track machine playing my uh, hits um, Howie Mandel stole her iPhone too she's got to go back to an iPod <laughs> Howie Mandel stole my apartment um, <laughs> Howie Mandel stole my jacket Um, what was the song oh yeah but it's just random like you know sometimes when you just play music when you're chilling off I like to chill off right after I get off out of the shower that's like that's my Jill in time uh, um, and then I just hit play on my uh, on my little player, and then uh, uh, Pink's "Fucking Perfect" came on, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? That's a good chilling song." Yeah, I feel like it is. It's a it's it's a, what's the don't word you're looking feel, you for? Know, like pretty, pretty pleased. <laughs> don't you ever ever feel like you're less than it's a less self self empowerment? Yeah, no. Uh, Pink has a lot of empowering songs. So I feel like Pink is a good one to chill off to. I
1: think it's really interesting that in so many things that you've told me on this podcast, you don't seem to care that much about cleanliness but for some reason you feel the need to totally wash yourself before you're going to
0: uh i, sh- <laughs> I for sure i'm probably cleaner when i masturbate than i am when i fuck dudes
1: <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> it's true i'm uh, just saying
1: So Sometimes- if you'd like to talk to christina you can email <laughs> us at Jill and Pod at gmail.com
0: now there's a lot of guys out there who probably have a fetish for dirty uh well here's girls- what it is it's fair Mike. dirty girls no, it's pheromones. When you go to the bar and you feel oh. gross and you didn't shower and you're like, oh, no guy's going to talk to me. That's when everybody talks oh, like to you. Oh, like an
1: animalistic yes. kind of. You're right. You do have the pheromones. pheromones. That's true. If that's I go true. to the
0: bar and I look fresh and I'm wearing polka dots, nobody fucking talks to me. Right? Maybe that's my problem. I shower like twice a day. Oh, yeah. You're definitely driving people away. That's I am. Not good. You need to be a little, <laughs> a little stenchy if you really want to attract some dudes. My hair is too shiny. No. Yeah. Get rid of it. <laughs> No more shiny hair. Go, go a little bit gross. You know, let the deodorant kind of wear off. You know, get to the bar after you swiped your pits like seven hours ago. You know, just when it's starting to wear off, you need a little natural odor. Even if I go to the bar sometimes after yoga, and I haven't showered, but I'm like, oh, say it wasn't a very intense class or it wasn't a hot class.
1: Yeah, I was well, say, this is hot that yoga. Gross. That's nice.
0: Yeah, if you're not that gross and you go out after a workout, I swear to God, more people talk to me. In it's that a moment. very
1: interesting. Um Little experiment you've done. Yeah, I feel like right now I would just want to hit on any dude that smelled like Korean barbecue. Yes, we are in Koreatown, and we just got here an hour early and walked around, and the smells are amazing. Yeah. We are looking for maybe a bar to have a pre-drink, and it turns out Koreans don't like bars. Well, they don't. I feel like none of the bars <laughs> open till
0: five o'clock.
1: Yeah, nothing opens till five because apparently they only like people that work nine to five
0: and don't get off a minute earlier. Well, I guess they're pretty smart because they know that the drinking market doesn't really open until five p.m. Unless you're a comedian, and then uh, we're ready when we wake up. Sometimes, but uh, they don't want their waitresses sitting around rolling napkins. For honestly, that was my life for many years. That was my favorite part of waitressing. You just sit and relax. People would be like, "Oh, I'll help you." I'm like, "I'm good." <laughs> just no, sit side, and roll. Yeah, side duties. I definitely liked roll ups the best. Like rolling cutlery was the best. I hated polishing cutlery, particularly the spoons. The spoons seemed harder to polish. Well, that's work. You had to get more in there, but but doing roll-ups were fine. That, that takes fine. biceps. Also, speaking of manifesting stuff, do you remember last week when i said oh you know sometimes when like the host forgets your name and then they just look at you on the side of the stage and they're like oh oh man uh your next combo stage uh yeah please please make some noise for her oh crap i forgot her name did that happen at comedy papa yes it did i was wondering why paul started laughing so much oh my god if you're the host you got to take it written down on a piece of paper you know what honestly it goes back to Canadian entertainment and we'll get you uh, nowhere nobody will know your name um, yeah and so yeah he forgot my name as he was bringing me oh, up I did think he but, was a good host too wait what did he say oh, he was so charming but it was and I don't care honestly I'm like as long as I'm gonna go up I'm gonna tell jokes as did long as did he just say this girl it was like exactly, he was, I, He just owned it. He was like, oh, I forgot her name. like You know, so it wasn't the usual, uh, please talk on stage, blah, 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 blah. It was just like, oh, God, I forgot her name. Uh, but let's bring her up here, like that kind of moment. But it was funny because then after the show, I go up to Paul and I'm like, because, you know, we talk about, I, I like to talk about manifesting things. And if you talk about things, they're going to become real. But that day on the podcast or the day before, I I brought it up. I was like, oh, you know when hosts forget your name? That is so funny. And then it came true. Oh, no. Does this mean I'm going to
1: meet a man that smells like Korean barbecue when I leave? Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, actually, now that you put it out there, (laughs) you're going home with a a, a, a sweet smell of hickory tonight. (laughs) I better hang out around Koreatown after this. I actually prefer sweet barbecue sauce over like hickory smoky barbecue sauce. And I like spicy, but for some reason with barbecue, I like it a little sweeter than chipotle-ish. Yeah, I Uh, agree. So, yeah, that's my story. Uh, Yeah. Uh, By the way, my name is Christina Walkinshaw, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to re-say my name over and over again until (laughs) I get my
1: green card. Uh, (laughs) I mean, honestly, who does not bring
0: a list up? To, if you're hosting. I know, but I do have a tricky last name. It seems intimidating, even though I'm always like, it's shaw, like walk like the action and like the preposition, Shaw like the Shawshank
1: Redemption, It's walk in Shaw. It's very phonetically spelled out too. It really is. You can't really mess it up if you're good at the English language. Yeah,
0: but it, still, I think it just, it looks long. My, my first name's long, my last name's long. If you look at it on a piece of paper, it does, It seems a little intimidating. I bet he brought up a piece
1: of paper for the first like five comics and then he got cocky. He's like, I got this. I know. <laughs> and, uh, I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really fun
0: show though. Um it was It a, was a show sponsored by the Comedy Pop-Up this network that you're listening to. It was a super fun show. I was at the Dojo twice in a row that week. I did a show the next night too, and it was also very fun. You are very popular. Nope, those are my only two shows for two weeks. (laughs) That's it. If anybody wants to go to Happy Hour for the rest of the week, uh, I'm available. I'm not available, unfortunately. I have to go to Fresno
1: whoa i know it's pretty exciting fresno bakersfield your career's on fire i am
0: on fire so
1: good (laughs) i did have a good weekend this past weekend at the san luis obispo comedy festival
0: tell us more about slow (laughs) that's what the kids call it you guys slow san luis obispo
1: it was lovely festivals are always fun there's always some people that are just drunk the whole weekend it's always makes for entertainment Yep. Who was the drunkest? Well, I don't want to call him out, Brett Riley. Nobody's listening. (laughs) (laughs) We all made fun of him because he kept getting so drunk. And then he would call his wife and be like, I lost my key. And then she would get mad at him for being drunk. And we'd all be like, why are you calling your wife? You're away from your family. (laughs) He was like a wife and two kids. (laughs) And to let your wife know that you're drunk. So he was already upset that he lost his key. And then he'd be like, my wife is mad at me. And we're like, let's stop. Give us your phone. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Uh, It was really fun. There's a lot of funny people. I met a really cute guy named Irish Dave. Really um, from Ireland. Irish Dave. He's a comic. His name's Dave something, but he's from Ireland. Uh, I'm not going to say his last name. I know it, but I don't want. uh, He might be married. I have no. No, he's not. I'm kidding. Um, He's very cute. Uh I feel like I haven't seen anyone that I thought was cute in a long time. And I don't know if it's my age. Do you think that crushes are going away as we get older? I don't know if they're going away or if I just don't care. Like, I I don't know. Yeah, I kind of agree. I feel like I used to like meet people and get little small crushes and I haven't had a crush
0: in like years. I said that to Melissa. uh, I don't know, like a year ago. I was like, you know, when I date people, I'd be like, yeah, he's okay. It's fine. But I'm not, I don't know. And then I, I said that to her. I go, do you think we're too old to have crushes anymore? And then she just went, that's the most depressing thing ever. It is. But maybe we just don't fall like we used to. Maybe we don't meet a guy and go, oh, my God, he's so awesome. He's so cute. Maybe now we're like, well, uh, I'm going to go home and jill off. Like,
1: <laughs> which I know. I can't tell if it's just me. or. I mean, it, it doesn't make me feel better to hear you say that because I don't want it to be totally true. But it makes me feel better in a little way. I know. And I like- also am starting to wonder if I just turn people off like right away. No. Because I've noticed when I do talk to someone that I think is attractive, I get very nervous and I giggle like I'm like in high school. And I wonder if they're thinking like, what is this like 40 year old woman like acting like a child? No. Like, I wonder if it's a turn off
0: no I
1: think yeah but you know how confidence is a turn on so maybe like nervous insecurity is a turn off
0: I don't know I still think that being nervous is endearing it's probably me
1: guys let's face it
0: oh no <laughs> I think you're you're too sensitive um I'm, I can't believe you said yourself. the same thing
1: though
0: I know it's true dad. though uh, it's true though I feel oh like oh my god over
1: that is so funny you would say that because the breakfast club was on cable good Bart. thank you I don't know if you're a fan of The Breakfast Club. I grew up on it. I know, like, every line. But there's one line that Allie Sheedy says where they're talking about, like, how their parents are, like, mean or something. And she starts crying and she goes, that's just what happens. When you grow up, your heart dies. (laughs) Oh, Oh. Actually, though. I actually was just watching and now, because I used to love it as when I was in
0: high school when it first came out. And now as an adult, I'm like... Oh my God, I think she might be right. It's true. Even people that are in relationships seem to only like their children and their dogs. Okay, but what about people that end up getting married in their late 40s? Do you think they're just
1: like settling down? I, no, I mean, I'm sure they love the person, but do you think it's more like they found a great
0: roommate rather than like you you fall like super hard deep? I mean, I do kind of agree with that roommate thing, but I also think that like hey, a lot of people getting married in their late 40s, probably second marriage. <laughs> um. Right. Maybe third. Maybe fourth. It's LA. But what if it was their first? Like me. Hopefully, I would someday. love that. I wouldn't even want to get married. Till, here's what I think. I think they shouldn't get married. I think that like marriage too. No, I think that marriage should be done at retirement. I think that we should retire our dating <laughs> lives at the same time we retire our work jobs. We have all the time in the world to like now date and get to know another. I mean, yeah. We that call it so funny. I said that's a that. really good idea. Yeah, so now the norm is not getting married at, like, 27, 28. The norm is getting married at, like, 60, 65. You know, so, like, you know, there's, like, a new menu at Denny's. and It's not for seniors. It's for married people, but it's the same thing. And uh, I remember saying that once on a date, like, on a date, like, years ago in Toronto. And this guy actually went out maybe, like, three or four times that I met off Tinder. But he was interesting. We were getting along. Uh, and, And then for sure I said that. I'm like, I think maybe we should, like, I don't know, push marriage back a little further in life, like maybe when still getting retired, we get married, you know? And uh, then he never called again.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: typical Virgo. You're like, whatever, dude, Why? I met
1: you on Tinder, all right? This is I an know. e-harmony where people are looking for love. Exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, but you hi. know, the, Vir- the Virgos are nice and they probably want like, you know, a traditional, nice, quality relationship. And uh, he probably did want to get married. Speaking of looking for love. Oh, look who just came There's in. a and hot is, man that just walked in. He's ready to propose. Can you propose to both of us, Toby Hicks? Yeah, we're both single. I'm single. Um, used to oh man! Oh, he's putting on ChapStick, though. So yeah. clearly, uh, clearly, we must have some sort of uh, influence. Uh, yeah. So always uh, good to keep your lips luscious, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have, I have another Jill and Off game. Okay, so this is kind of like beat the kettle. Only, uh, I don't know what to call this one. But You have should you work ever? for a network. You're coming up with games left and right. But all my games are only about masturbating. Um, okay, so have you ever been out with somebody who talks so much that you can't get a word in edgewise? Yeah. Okay, so. It gives me
1: massive anxiety.
0: It's a lot, right? So I was out with a friend at a bar and this girl kept on talking, kept on talking. And I was just like, I wonder if I'm ever going to get a word in edgewise. And then I went into my own planet in my head and I was like, this would be like a good beat the kettle game, but it'd be like beat the narcissist talking game. (laughs) Like you just start chilling off and then you see like what happens first. Do you come or does she stop talking? I mean, I think she would have to stop talking if you started masturbating in front of her. <laughs> I know. This game only works <laughs> under the idea but that you're allowed to that you're allowed to masturbate in front of people, which comics have tried in the past. Yes. So, it
1: wouldn't uh, you wouldn't be the first. <laughs> it would be a great game though, because you could find out how narcissistic she is because if she still just kept
0: talking, you'd be like, Wow, oh you God. win. What do I do? I go for double or nothing. <laughs> do I keep chilling? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Does that
1: ever happen to you where you're stuck and you can't get out? And literally like my heart, I, I start really getting anxiety where I'm like, I want to run away from this conversation and I can't. It's usually with close talkers, too. And you're it was,
0: like, I can't get out. I mean, it wasn't really with anybody we particularly knew. Just like making small talk at the bar. No, She's, you, you're not gonna call somebody out like I did. No, she seems so nice, but I don't think she was aware of the fact that she wasn't letting anybody else speak. Do you know what I mean? She was definitely like wasn't on aware. And on and on and on and there's on. no self awareness when you talk that much. There's not a lot of self
1: awareness in Los Angeles. Sometimes I try and tell like a 90 second story and it makes like, th- 60 seconds. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so boring. I can't continue. <laughs> How do people do those 15-minute stories?
0: <laughs> I don't know. That's why all my all my jokes are kind of short. Because I don't want you guys to have to listen to a story coming out of my mouth. I don't know when the beginning is, the end. I don't yeah, know. But you're still going to keep talking for 45 minutes on stage. I'm going to get paid. I have to. <laughs> That's why we to. do crowd work. Just to hear somebody else's voice for five seconds, you know? Yeah. We have to. But anyways, yeah. so with that game called Beat the Narcissist. I don't know.
1: I'm not really good at crowd work, but I, the, you know, I just ask a few questions. Like, uh,
0: beat the beat hey, the super who's married. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the single people at? Oh, I know. Oh no. <laughs> crowd work in itself is hacky. <laughs> it's like I don't even know. We are only asking those questions because we're eating time. <laughs> like, Unless you're the amazing Ian Bag. Ian Bag is the best at... Uh, I'm sure he listens to this podcast, so I don't, I don't want him to hear us say that crowd work. Oh, my God, working. I know. He's the funniest. He's amazing at crowd work. But his crowd work goes somewhere. My crowd no, work no, he will, is amazing. It's a different level. Yeah. But my crowd work will be like, hey, where are you from? And then they'll be like, Hamilton. I'll be like, cool. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my crowd work doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> you like musicals? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, Hamilton's a Canadian city. Sorry. But even like... Uh, at that gig that I did at the winery. I remember being like, I didn't expect anybody to say yes, but I was like, are there any Canadians in the crowd? And then two people were like, woo! And then I was like, oh, where are you guys from? And then he was like, Hamilton. And she was like, Saskatoon. And then I was like, cool. (laughs) And then I went back to doing my material. But had I actually slowed down and like thought about it, I could have been like, oh, I could have been like, see, these Americans know so little about Canada. They probably think those towns are next to each other. (laughs) And they're not. They're like, Three provinces apart. But I would have no idea. No. Anyways, I I just you also just said like a lot of times. Uh, I said what?
1: <laughs> like. Oh, oops. Um. Well, actually, it's my new obsession. Oh, breaking down. I the think likes. I've been listening to too many podcasts, and I and I can't stop hearing every time somebody says like. Oh no!
0: Do you think that's just like a generational thing of like oh, twice when I grew up? <laughs> I grew up in the 90s and girls did say like all the time. I know. No, all of us are guilty of it. Trust me. I wish I was. It's not just you. I wish I was smarter. No, it's not. It's not an intelligence thing. (laughs) It's become just part of our verbiage. Part of our conversation skills. Yeah. What if I tried to go a whole day without saying the word like? Do you think I could do it?
1: What would be harder? Not saying like or not chilling for a whole day? Oh, not saying
0: like for sure. (laughs) I could go a day without Dylan. believe it or not, people, thank you very much. Um, But that would be a good, that would be a good bet. Be like, it would be like the new indecent proposal. Like I bet a million dollars that you can't go a day without saying like, I'd probably lose. How about you? Could you do it? Yeah, but this
1: would be the problem too. Would you have to constantly be engaged in conversation? For this contest? Or could you just have a normal day where maybe you're alone and spend the whole day in your apartment, so it would be a lot easier not to do it? No, that would be too easy. Well, I'm just saying. Is there going to be guidelines?
0: Does somebody have to follow you around all day and make sure? Yes. I think you'd have to be out for, let's say you'd have to be out for like 14 hours of the day. This would be like whatever the women do when they're fasting or whatever. Like the diet. What's that diet? Did you say fasting? Fasting. You know, like 14-hour... Don't you have to, like, go 14 hours? My ears hours, heard fasting, and I was like, is that something I don't know? I am to say fasting. <laughs> no, it was just me. My F turned into a V. I'll tell you why. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> oopsies. <laughs> Oops, I need more wine. Oh, my God. When your Fs move to Vs, <laughs> the FV swap up. Oopsies. Uh, Our Fs have turned to Vs. Mm.
1: Anyways, um, I, I thought of you today because I was reading the news, and there's a new um, beer flavor coming out. This brewery in New Hampshire and Lucky Charms,
0: Lucky Charm flavored beer. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely
1: not. I you want, just said you'd prefer sweet barbecue. Why not sweet beer? Because it's different with food than
0: it is with my. I, like uh, I just yelled. I did with right. Beer. I, Am I yelling? <laughs> you know how drunk girls get louder and louder? We have to move <laughs> further and further away from the microphone <laughs> as we keep drinking. We don't go back here. Um, <laughs> Anytime there's something in front of my face, I just... But I, don't, I like hoppy beers. <laughs> I like hoppy beers, not sweet. Even the sours, I can't really drink. I'm like, mm, it might be cute for like... Uh, like a couple, of, like on a flight. Maybe I can have, I like was one just going to say a
1: taste of it. Cause I was at a, I was performing at a brewery recently and they had a peanut butter one. I'm like, I have to try
0: it. Oh, see, it I was so good, but only for two sips. Yeah. I don't want to go. Uh, I don't need crazy flavors. My favorite. I like session IPAs. I want hoppy, but I want low alcohol content. So I like a wolf pup, um, like the Golden Road one, Wolf Pup, that's good. I like Mango Even Keel from Ballas Point. I like Easy Jack by Firestone. I like hoppy, but lighter in alcohol content. Like I want a Coors Light for a craft beer nerd. You just named a lot of beers that I've never heard of. Oh my God. And what's sad is I feel like not enough breweries actually carry session IPAs. They're all like, oh, we're only going to carry these super strong IPAs. But I'm like, that doesn't really help anybody because people have like two IPAs and then they're ready for bed double ipas now they're like nine percent really strong they're super strong and i promise you like you might feel good after one but after two you're gonna be ready for bed
1: what's the name of the um the beer version of a sommelier because i feel like that's you
0: i mean i call myself a craft beer nerd but you're right we need a sommelier style word uh for my craft beer nerdness yeah yeah this could be a new career a Beerallier, I don't know. Beerall, <laughs> sommelier, a beerallier, I don't know. <laughs> Beerally, <laughs> I trying to go sommelier, but like with beer, oh. <laughs> beerallier. <laughs> How about a? Where did that word come from? Belleria? uh Okay,
1: now know. I'm trying not to say like, and it really is harder than it than it seems. I know,
0: but I I I probably. I'm gonna stop trying because now I'm constantly thinking. Oh, now I'm waiting for you to say it. I've I said even, it a hundred times, but you just haven't noticed. I know I won't notice. All right. Let's not forget about it.
1: Uh-huh. It's like, like, uh, we tuned in this podcast to hear you talking about masturbating, not verbiage.
0: Well, that's the thing. I feel like if you're not writing, you're not putting people in quotations, right? So you're always saying, and then I was like, then they were like, do you know what I mean? Like is almost quotation marks, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of also the
1: same as when people go, mm, uh, so I uh did uh a little
0: bit maybe no what? okay forget what I just said can we cut that out <laughs> no we don't edit this podcast you get us being as wise or lost as we seem it I don't was, care uh, really bad uh, let me see if I have anything else <laughs> oh look did I just miss another call from scam li- likely uh scam likely is my new boyfriend um scam likely scam likely calls me like six times a day you have credit card debt no. Not in this fucking country, at least. <laughs> Who's calling you then? The only ones uh, I get called
1: from every day are like if I owe money to Verizon or something.
0: No, a lot of them are. Um, there's a new one that I actually looked up and uh, and and then I went online and I watch YouTube. But there's like a company that's calling you being like, fuck, I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry never brought it up. But again, I'm putting them in quotation... Again, my, my my like is quotation marks. That's all. If I didn't have to speak for other people, I would never have to say like, unless I liked something and not okay. loved it. Um, So, no, a lot of them are calling and I'm going to have to say it. Don't judge me. Um, And then they'll be like, hi, are you looking for any medical coverage? And whatever. At first, I legitimately thought it was like my coverage. health insurance company calling me and I was... Concerns. So I, I kind of picked it up and they're like, you're eligible for new coverage and whatever. Mm-hmm. And this one's only this much money. And then I was like, I'm sorry, who do you say you were again? And then I quickly went online and I looked it up and it's a scam. They're trying to get people to buy this cheap health insurance online. Not online, sorry. They're trying to get over the phone. They're, they're, yeah, they're like telemarketing scam artists that are trying to get you to buy cheap health insurance. And, and I'm getting calls all the time. If it's a scam,
1: does that mean you don't really get the insurance? They just take your money? They
0: just take your money. <gasps> But think about it. You call somebody. It seems like a good deal. They don't have insurance. They're like, "Fuck, I better do this." But it's all like that's literally what it's been. And sometimes I'll just like block the number after I get a scam likely. But sometimes I'll pick them up because let's not kid ourselves. I got a lot of free time. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm picking up the scam likely call because I'm doing jack shit today. <laughs> I want to. I want to talk to these scam artists. See what they have to say. But that's been the one that's been calling a lot lately. When I get mess, and you can always tell because sometimes you pick up the phone. And and you just wait. Yeah, you wait for somebody to talk, but they don't because they wait for you to say hi, and then they pick up because they probably got like.
1: If they call when I'm in the car, I just answer, but then put it up to my speaker and just play music for them. Yeah, until they hang up. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. And I just like to answer it, but not answer it myself. Just and then they and then you hear them going,
0: "See, Jennifer, and Jennifer." And you could tell because look, look the voicemail that they've left. It's zero. It's nothing. And delete, and they're all from Huntington Park, wherever that is. I think um, these are just your um, secret boyfriends.
1: I wish. Oh my god. I think it's fans.
0: Um, wouldn't that be great? I put your phone number on the website. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> we don't. We don't have <laughs> At a this website. Point, I <laughs> At this point, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm like, I get like six scam likely calls a day. I also, phone number in my Instagram stories. Oh my god! <laughs> call I Christina, imagine. please. Somebody help us. Call Christina. And meanwhile, now I'm missing real calls and real voicemails because every number that comes up that's not one I know, yeah. now I'm just assuming it's scam likely. That's how I missed that woman's call. Yeah. Because no, sure. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize there was an actual real caller i just thought is hi you've been selected or we are doing a study on this or can feedback on that like it's just that's that's everybody who's phoning me right now no it's a problem i know we need to fix this i know well that's why i just try to put away my phone more and you know uh, this is it i'll never become look see see how it actually says scam likely oh, apple will actually say scam likely i've no. never seen that before. you haven't seen this have you got a scam likely before yeah I've never gotten that. Oh, my God. Most of them say scam likely now. I have an Apple phone. I've never got... That's weird. Oh, no. Actually, though, I'll tell you the truth. I don't
1: get scam calls. I just get, like, Citibank and Verizon bugging me. That's it. So I guess I'm not getting scammed. Oh, no. They're real companies. Oh, no. But they'll bug the shit out of you. It's very irritating. Yeah. Um, They'll call, like, every hour. That's why I don't feel bad about just, like, answering the phone but not answering it. This is the problem. I... I pay enough, I pay that I can still keep my service and stuff. Yeah. So if I'm not paying, do they really think I'm just like, I don't feel like paying you, dicks? (laughs) Or are they like, like, do they think by calling me 17 times that I'm somehow going to magically get the money to pay them that I didn't have before they called (laughs) me 17 times? Like, how do they think that helps? That's true. They have to know
0: that like, I'm not giving them money because I don't have it yet. And don't they know, women, if you gave us the silent treatment, we would come like running after you. and be like, here's $85. I love you. Like, I don't think anybody that has credit card. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Some people might have credit card debt and then be
1: spending thousands on other stuff. So I guess I take back what I was about to say.
0: Honestly, there are some people that are bad with money that would rather rack up a credit card and have a lot of money in the bank account still than take that bank account, drown it and pay off the debt. Does yeah, see, sense? I'm
1: at that age where paying off debt makes me really excited and happy, which is pretty sad. It makes me happy, too, but I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm still doing it at a slow and steady pace. Oh, mine's at a super slow pace, but it makes me happy when I can do it. It does. When you feel it go down, you're like, oh, that's great. But I think in L.A., we're all under this, like, we're all in this fantasy. We're like, no, I'm going to get this amazing job, and I'm going to sell a pilot, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it. And then all that debt I racked up, I'm just going to pay off in one swoop. Right? Isn't that the dream? There's always that dream, yeah. At this yeah. point, I don't even want to become famous. I just want the swoop to pay off yeah. the debt. <laughs> I'm like, great. You know what? I mean, like, no, I, I don't need any more followers. I don't need any more people discovering that my life's a circus and I'm a moron. And I say, like, too much. Do you know what I mean? I just want to keep it here. Middle class of comedy. Like, I like to call myself just middle class. <laughs> that's good. Drinking on podcasts. Getting lost in Koreatown at 3.30. That's that's my life. I love it. We saw a lot of
1: Korean barbecue. I know.
0: And we didn't even eat. No. Just saw it. Just walked by and smelled. Just looked at everybody eating. <laughs> that looks good. I literally just put my face into the window with that one. <laughs> you really did, actually. You're like, this one's open. <laughs> it's like hands against the glass. <laughs> because I saw food and it looked so good. I was like, look at this. It really did. <laughs> Come smell this food. It really did, man. Oh, my God. I think I should give you like um, a task for the week. But me? Yeah. Remember, I gave you a task today. I was like, we should we should have we should brainstorm a list of good Jill and Off songs, like a, a soundtrack. Make a playlist of uh, Jill and Off jams.
1: Yeah, I don't usually ever do that to music.
0: I mean, I always play music because I'm scared I don't want the neighbors to hear the vibrator. So I like to drown it out. Oh. Is that why you do it? Absolutely. Not that I think that they would hear. It's not that loud, but. I would still be paranoid with somebody that close to me, though. Like, now I'm scared when I use my magic bullet to make a smoothie in the morning that that's loud enough that they might think that that's my vibrator. That is so funny. Right? Because also my vibrator is called a bullet, too. You so should I'd be would. like. What if they call? We're like, what's that noise? I'd be like, oh, don't worry. It's just my magic bullet. But. it
1: like, Christina's really horny at 8 a.m.
0: <laughs> no, I get horny at 2 p.m. <laughs>
1: um, I think now whenever you're making a shake in the morning, you should just talk really loud to yourself and be like,
0: this shake is going to be so good. And just like make mm, my- Spinach? Make kale? My, make my smoothie and play Cindy Lauper's Shebop. <laughs> <laughs> Bop apparently is really about Jill and off. I oh, was, that's right. I've heard that before. Yeah. That's really about Jill and I'll, I. I'm going to look at more information about the history of Shebop for next week's ep- episode. In case you want a reason to uh, tune back in next week, uh, Christina Walker is going to teach you more about Shebop next week.
1: I feel like the best, if I was going to choose music, I feel like it would be something like um, Eye of the Tiger or like something from Rocky. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Because I tend to feel like very, um, like I'm trying to achieve something or like motivated. This is the thing. Uh, When I'm by myself, it can be very difficult for me to uh, finish, as they say. Yes. (laughs) Or if I wasn't so prude, I would just say orgasm, but I don't know. Um, (laughs) So sometimes I start to get in my head that I like... Like, I'm accomplishing
0: something, whereas, like, if I can do this, I can do anything. If I can finish myself, I can finish a screenplay. Yeah, Uh
1: exactly. Yeah. That's how I think. Because there
0: is a good feeling from finishing anything, like, even if it's just the dishes. Do you know what I mean? Or if you finish making your bed. I think that there's something in there or out there in in a book about successful people, how they make their bed every day. That's because you start your day finishing something.
1: But I also, I think I get that point, but I also think... um, I think a lot of the reason if I can't orgasm, it's like a mental block. And then I think, well, I think I also mental block myself from being successful. I know. So I think
0: that's where it comes along. I think that's a real thing too. And you have to unblock that. You have to say, no, I'm I'm worthy of success and I'm worthy of finishing myself off.
1: I'm going to say that to myself every day when I wake up. When you chill off.
0: <laughs> I am worthy of finishing this off. Last night, was, I'll be honest, Oscar Sunday, I came home a little bit tipsy, obviously, because there, there was lots of champers or, lots of champers or whatever um, at the parties. And I came home and I was like, oh, uh, I couldn't. I was like, do you ever give up? Do you ever like... I was almost like that, only I, I do feel like I'm deserving of finishing. Oh, I but, give up a lot. Oh, I had to give up. I was like, this is not going to happen. <laughs> like... I I definitely give up a lot. It's hard. It's hard if you've been drinking. Then you're like, "Mm, this isn't going to happen. I didn't have the patience for it when I was like, "Mm, I think I'd just rather fall asleep right now. I do it in the morning. That's why I always chill off during nap time. Really? See, it's harder for me if I'm sober. What? Yeah. That's the easy time. I'll be done in half a song. That was half a pink song today. Pretty, pretty, please. That's why I said it's a mental block. Because when I'm sober, I'm thinking too much and I have a mental block. Then maybe Pink's fucking perfect is the Jillian song for you. Because the whole song is like, uh, you know, pretty, pretty, pleased." Don't you ever, ever feel like you're less than, less than perfect. Right? It's like made a wrong turn once or twice. I just wanted to keep you to have you keep singing. Oh no, nobody wants that. <laughs> I know I'm a bad singer. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> especially a pink song. Even even a good singer would struggle at a pink song. Yeah, but she's good. She's that's why good. I only sing Billy Ocean. Um, <laughs> um, I do a really mean get out of my dreams and into my car.
1: I've never heard anyone do Billy Ocean at karaoke. That's my
0: favorite karaoke song.
1: That's a good song. Especially
0: at the part where it's like, touch my bumper. Yeah, that's good. You can make it... Anyways, sorry. Am I bringing us back a decade as women by <laughs> being like touch my bumper? Oh no. <laughs> no. Just ask before you do it. I just like pat my butt a little bit when I'm acting it out, you know? Oh yeah, I sound very Canadian there when I'm acting it out. <laughs> 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 Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, wow. Speaking of me, too, I got totally tricked into seeing a dick pic, but I didn't mind. Oh, cool. What happened? If I I don't, I mean, I don't really want people sending me dick pics. I don't care, actually. I just It just makes me laugh. I don't care. Okay. I can't really take them seriously. Oh, yeah. Me neither. But when you are, like, really aren't attracted to anyone or don't even care, I think it automatically just becomes even more hilarious. So there's a comic who gave me and this other female uh, a phone. Because he was like, he was talking about some girl he hooked up with and he's like, oh, she sent me a nude pic. He's like, you want to see him? I'm like, sure. And then, he, and then he gives me the phone and he, and he goes, oh, but don't scroll because I don't want you to see mine. Oh, and you're like of so course true. i'm gonna scroll yeah and then the next day when he was drunk i go you purposely showed me your dick he goes i know i was like, because you know and he was totally honest he's like i know i purposely said don't scroll because i know you'd scroll
0: you know when somebody's but trying to show you a picture on their phone i also started cracking up when i saw it
1: so i'm like do you <laughs> think he thought like i hope i don't know i don't hope i don't care if i heard his feelings. but i mean do you think he was like is that weird if somebody would be Imagine if you showed somebody a picture of your genitalia and they
0: just start cracking up. I have no pictures of my genitalia. But guys anywhere. have to know that we're going to laugh at the We've always, we've been laughing at them pic. the whole time. That's the thing. I We all, a lot of people do that, right? A lot of people will hold their phone kind of close to them being like, oh yeah, let me find that picture. And then all of a sudden they hold the phone closer to their chest because they have an inappropriate picture. And they're like, yeah. And then they're like, oh, here, I'm like don't scroll. Yeah. That just means that there's pictures of them or of somebody else on their phone. Well, he wasn't holding it
1: closer. He was
0: purposely trying to. Is there anybody I know? (laughs) Probably. That's a yes. He's Uh, from Seattle. I know lots of people from Seattle. Oh, no.
1: That doesn't help. I mean, he has a very big penis. His name's Corey. Oh, I don't think I know. I don't think he would mind if I said it was big, so. Oh, man. I hope nobody says that my vagina's big.
0: (laughs) That's one that doesn't work both ways, eh? Oh, no. That's one that doesn't work both ways. No, so much for equality. I ruined it. No. <laughs> 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 Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, you man. cracked up Paul. That's so adorable. Oh, up Paul. That's you win.
1: I, I win. Christina wins. I win. I'm giving you a homework assignment, Christina. Oh, yeah.
0: What is it? Sorry. I did not mean to cut you off.
1: I want you to touch tongues with somebody this weekend.
0: You know what's so funny is somebody else kind of made this like dare bet with me. Like two weeks ago, we went to a bar and she's like, okay, we have a bet. Let's see. One of us has to kiss somebody tonight. At like and I was dancing I'm not gonna lie I know I'm 40 but I was dancing in a bar and it was extremely fun at shortstop short spot, it was it fun. was this weekend? this was like two weekends ago but wait. she won she definitely kissed somebody and I did not I went home at like 1230
1: because I text you that when you said you were at a dance club and then I text yeah. you I'm like please make out with somebody
0: does, take out with a stranger it doesn't matter how old you get it still seems like the goal of being on a dance floor is to like kiss a stranger Yeah, I'm
1: not telling you to like
0: have sex with a stranger. No, just make out with somebody. No, kissing is still great. It's very innocent. Kissing is innocent. Uh, Yeah, there's nothing wrong. It's exciting. It's good. Yeah, and I haven't made out with anybody since my birthday, which was November. You guys, November, and now what month is it? Mm. Yeah, does anybody know? Don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a little more show name in this class?
1: <laughs> it's almost Easter.
0: <laughs> it is right. Is it a spring break? You,
1: uh, oh, you did do some making out on your birthday. But you're in Vegas. That was cool.
0: But that that's a repeat offense though. That guy I've been making out with for like years. It's just like one of those easy. Um, you know, kind of a friend with benefits, but we're also long distance. So we're, you know, we only see each other when we see each other. But if we're both single, we'll have sex together. and That's, that's fun. perfect. Oh, I love that stuff. I, I love the the long distance, good platonic friend. And when you meet up in life again, and you both happen to be single, you know, you can hook up and that's fun. He better be listening to this podcast. I hope he is. I know he doesn't have an iPhone, so he's always very confused. He can't get iTunes. I'm yeah. like,
1: it's always very confused. Oh,
0: God. I was like, ugh. You know, that's why I can he only. Have a Blackberry? Oh, probably. Um, it's Maui. They all like to drive like cars from like 20 years ago with rust on the roof. They like, are.
1: They're a lot more
0: relaxed. I actually admire him. It's I not do, bad too. Thing. It's not like, a bad thing. When I go there and I see all the beaters just clunking around the island, I'm like, you know what? Maui's actually doing it right. They're a lot more relaxed. Yeah. That's why I have to, like, message him on Facebook because like to get the green texts from him. Actually, I think it did actually just get an iPhone, so maybe he'll listen I guarantee out. he has no um, social media stress. I know, and I'm always jealous of that lifestyle. That's going to be the good thing about going on the cruise. The cruise, we're going to be out on the... Like, we're not going to have... I think you have to pay... Certain amount of money to get Wi-Fi in your room um, when you're on the cruise. Which pay me neither. I want to be off the grid. I can't wait. March 10th, I'm gonna set sail. Norwegian Cruise. Christina, Norwegian Cruise Lines. Look for her. Going to the Bahamas. Look me up. Uh, Very excited. (laughs) Very excited. (laughs) And you're going to be going soon too. But it'll be so good to be off the grid. But that's okay. It's gonna be crazy because then yeah, I'm gonna come back and I'm literally gonna be out of the loop. I won't know what. If anything tragic happens, like this week, R.I.P. Brody Stevens, very, very devastating news. But it's things like that. Even Patrick Keene, did you see he posted? He goes, oh, I was on a cruise, didn't have any reception. and Oh, I didn't see that. You no, know, I you know. He didn't. Like a lot of people, yeah, if you're off the grid and then you just come back and wow, you get like, oh, you get you get a piece of news like that. Oh, it's going to be so, be so sad. Yeah. Like crazy.
1: Uh, Bill Burr said something so funny today. Well, I mean, it wasn't, it was funny, but uh, he started out his Monday morning podcast from yesterday doing a whole thing about Brody, but you know, he's very positive. So he was just telling all like nice and funny stuff. Oh yeah. And then he was like, God, is this what it happens when you get older? He's like, he's like, I swear I, I keep a list of like comedians that I know that have passed away and my list is getting so big. He's like, is this what happens? And then he goes, no females on it though. There's no females. It's like, you know, you females, you complain about God not getting enough stage time. At least you're alive. <laughs> I was at the gym and I
0: started cracking up because oh the way he said it is like That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, man, he wins that round. That, that is very true. I'm it very grateful really to be funny. alive. Yeah. Oh my god. Augie <laughs> Smith had a hilarious story too about like being on the road somewhere in Arizona with Brody. Did you read the story? No. So oh wait, I think Arizona. I did. And then after the show, he decided to drive with some locals to Nevada. To go gamble and drink all night. Yes. Then he comes back, he's super hungover in the morning. They go to McDonald's to get breakfast. Augie's like, I was drunk. I was being a dick. I I was being a dick at McDonald's ordering my food. And then Brody was like, No, you're not allowed to talk to Teresa like that. You're gonna go up to Teresa and you're gonna apologize for the way you treated her. And then he (laughs) He got forced him to go apologize to the employee. And he got the attention of everybody in the McDonald's. He's like, excuse me, everyone. (laughs) Uh, Augie has something to say to Teresa. (laughs) I did see that story. That was really good. <laughs> oh, man. There'll be no shortage of amazing stories. Oh, I mean, sad, though. Yeah. Oh. He was
1: a good one. He was hilarious. I was, did a show with him that night before. That's crazy. He was so funny. Yeah, that's so crazy. You so saw him so, like, right before it happened. I feel like it becomes completely out of somebody's control when they're on a serious medication. I know. And I often... Which makes it sad that, like, there's doctors
0: giving people medications that, like, they just don't know. I mean, I'm definitely for people that want to take drugs to make themselves happy because, oh, my God, I want people to enjoy life. But then I'm also a bit of a skeptic because, like, I'm Canadian and we get, like, prescribed things as needed. But you guys have a crazy industry of pharmaceuticals in America, and you guys have all these commercials for drugs. I don't think we're legally allowed to advertise drugs in Canada, by the way. Oh, you're not? No, the only time I see all these uh, commercials for drugs is on American channels. We get a lot of American channels in Canada because we're so close to the south, but um, yeah, you don't see any any drugs in Canada on Canadian stations. You don't see uh, advertisements for drugs.
1: It's an insane thing because the Like he had severe, he had like serious depression and I think bipolar and those drugs are so strong and it's so crazy because the side effect is suicidal thoughts. Yeah. So it's like, if this doesn't cure your suicidal thoughts, it causes suicidal thoughts. Like it's being prescribed to cure that, but then that's what it
0: causes. So it's like, it's almost a no win situation for some people if they, and this is the only, this is the only way that I feel like, I feel like my body can kind of understand what is going on when people are taking these SSRIs and then coming off of them. And I know this is going to be a very trashy example of how I understand, but it's the only one I got, forget me. Uh, in the year 2000, I used to go to raves a lot. Right. And I used to do ecstasy. Right. I would do E. Um, and I remember this one night, my I felt like my pill wasn't working. I went back into the rave and I bought another hit and I yeah. took a second hit. And then it was like the first hit, the first pill hit, the second pill hit later. So I was like super high. Bear in mind, I'm not a depressed person. I'm quite blessed to have, uh, to be healthy in that department. And I mean, I'm super grateful for that. Um, But I had a come down the next day coming off those two pills where it was like, I was never really that low to begin with. And then I went super high up with like happiness and like joy. And then coming off those pills, I felt a sadness that was so powerful and so below anything I've ever felt in my whole life, just like you're fucking with your dopamine and serotonin levels. Well, that's the thing. But MDMA like,
1: makes all your serotonin go to your brain. That's why you're so happy, and I then know. it all's
0: depleted the next and, day, and it's gone. And that's that. That's when, when I think about that moment. I'm like, that's what depression is. Depression's feeling that way every day. Yeah, like yeah. sadness for no reason.
1: Yeah, that was another thing Bill Burr said. And then I'll stop with Bill Burr.
0: But and then we'll not, bring it back a- to masturbating. Wrap it up, Paul. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, sorry, we like to bring it down, and bring it up a notch, you know. Uh, sorry, keep going. No, that was another thing you said where he was
1: like, it's amazing. Like, he was the most positive person that everybody knew. I know. And he's and Bill's like I can't imagine that you have to walk around with that shit going on in your head, and you're like the most positive person that everybody. Knows. I think it shows how selfless he was, right? What well, he's basically did. saying, guys, is uh, when you're done was, with this podcast, go listen to Bill. Bur- <laughs> <what was laughs> he really needs the listeners, so uh, you could really be helping him out. <laughs>
0: He's struggling. (laughs) But I think that just shows how selfless Brody was, is he probably wanted to send a message out to people that wasn't the message that was in his own head. Oh, yeah. He was amazing. So amazing. You know what? Anyways, more more about this on Bill Burr's podcast. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say something really inappropriate. You can always say something inappropriate. Our podcast say, is called Jill and off. Let's Jill off to Brody. Oh
1: wow, <laughs> that is a see in your face. Oops, we yeah. haven't used the you know, bell right. the whole time. Yeah. I it's totally cool. I that. warned you. The thought in my head was inappropriate.
0: It's fine. You know what? I don't I don't know what to say. It's only weird because he's dead now. But we could be and off to live version. Yeah, you're right, Bell. 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 <laughs>
1: We're gonna add, save by the bell. Uh <laughs> guys, Christina Walkinshaw, Jen Murphy. Um, please send us an email. We need some things
0: to talk to you guys about. Jilling at gmail.com. Yes, and uh we hope you have a great day. And if you're out there right now, maybe you're jilling off to us. Oh, there you go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, don't chill. you can find better things to jill off to. It's fine.
1: <laughs> no, they can't. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: oh my god. Jill off to us.
1: Go to Instagram. Uh but make yeah. sure you like our pictures before you do it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Please. Please like our photos before you chill off to them. That means a lot to us. Paul's like, so you guys done or what? He's got his finger by uh, the button. We're, seriously. <laughs> done. We're done. We're done. We're done. Uh